When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yeah, that's right. It's the Rugby League Hour of Power, and we couldn't think of anyone better to kick us off. On kickoff day, actually, than the Sydney King himself, and it's not Peter Volandes, it's my former teammate um, and good bloke who happens to have a show on scene himself, and which you can listen to, and that's that great man in Sydney owns the airways, Matty Johns. How are you going, brother? Campy. Great to talk to you, mate. <laughs> mate, I'll tell the boys a few stories when you and Trish used to live in that little brown um, four-story <laughs> flat across the road from me and Mary, where they used to come over and dance on the wall and have a few VBs on a Monday. Mate, those were the good old days. They were the good old days with, uh, of course, Logan Campbell and, and Wes Hall that lived uh, with you. And I ended up living with uh, Logs there for a while. Uh, they're terrific fellas. Uh, yeah, they were good times, mate. Good times up there in Newcastle. Um, I tell you what, uh, it's been a little bit different. I've been a, for the old club, Campy, it's been a pretty dry last 15 years. So, uh, you know, hoping we can turn it around a little bit this year. But, man, talk about a reliance on Kalen Ponga. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not optimistic. <laughs> no, well, Joey spoke, I spoke to him about Christmas time, and um, he was had big reps on Kalen. He just, you know, he said, oh, Kempe, mate, you should yeah. just Kalen when he, when, he, when he moves and he's got the ball in hand. He's just something special. Uh, are they too reliant on him, Matty, you, you think, Newcastle? Like, oh, people yeah. are picking them for the wooden spoon. Yeah, there have been people doing that. It's, it was, they sort of, watching them this year, how they built the roster, Kempe, they, I think they had a reliance. So they thought they were going to get Luke, Luke Brooks. They allowed Mitchell Pearce to walk out the door. And, that, you know, you talk about a bloke who's played nearly 350 games in the halves. So they left pretty high and dry as halves. And then, yeah, I, I just, I'm just not sure they picked up a lot of injuries. And like you just said, mate, the reliance on Kalen, you know, it's sometimes it's like they're playing Kalen balls. Just throw, throw the ball to Kalen and something's going to happen. But, uh, and, you know, the thing about Kalen, too, um, I know that he and his dad, Andre, have said, no, we're going to stay in Newcastle. But, you know, the bloke who's chasing him is Wayne Bennett, of course. That makes me a little nervous. So mm. I'd love the Knights <laughs> to get off to a good start to the season. If they have a slow start, Campy, I'm, I'm worried. 
Yeah, great to have you on the show, Matty. It's Izzy here, mate. We've been talking uh, about this all morning. I've been pumped, mate, because I love your work, not only on the radio, on the TV as well, mate. you get good chat and good content. Um, let's talk about tonight's game. Panthers v the Manly Seagulls. Seagulls are pretty much fully strengthened, but the news with Nathan Cleary being out for the next three weeks, is that going to put a dampener on Panthers' uh, prospects and, and you know, more oh. favoured Manly tonight? Oh, Izzy, it'll put the air for this first month. It's going to make it a little tricky for the Panthers. And the Panthers' trial form, mm. when they got all... Their first trial was good when they had all the kids in. Then the second trial, uh, they struggled. I mean, you take it with a grain of salt, Izzy, that the, the trial form, particularly the sides who are, you know, been there and done that. Uh, but it is a concern the first month without without Nathan. Um, you know, you, you mm. blokes know how important the halfback is. You know, that you, it's a steering wheel. The Broncos have been the best example of that. I mean, the Broncos have had close to the best pack in the comp for you know, the last two, three seasons, but it's like having a V12 mm. car and no steering wheel. Mm. And so, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what it's going to be a little bit. Jerome's, Jerome's a quality player, but Jerome's a sort of all-out six. So it, it, it changes yeah. his role. Uh, yeah, but, you know, if you talk about over-reliance, You've got to talk about Manly and Tom Travoyevich. They got a little more, a little bit more balanced than Knights across the, across the park. But the thing that's going to define this game tonight is uh, Penrith's ability to stop Tom, and the other thing is who handles the conditions as well. As you know, right across New South Wales, South East mm. Queensland, it's been the flooding, and you know that area out around Penrith there has been smashed. So I don't know what the field looks like, but uh, that's going to be tricky. Mate, um, just, you know, you know, Matty, you've been over here a few times to play and you know how, how mad the New Zealand supporters are. Everyone in this country thinks that they are either born or, or, or live in New Queensland or New South Wales come origin time. Um, forget that they're yep. actually Kiwis. Um, <laughs> yeah. But tell us your take on the Warriors this year and, and your thoughts on them trying to rebuild. You know, for me, they've built a decent forward pack. They still haven't got a decent number yep. nine. But with Sean Johnson coming back, mate, you think they t- they – the tip for the eight. Everyone, everyone here wants to hear whether or not they'll make the eight this year. I, oh, in my opinion, if I was asked this the other day, if there's a side that will break into the eight, I can see it being the Warriors. I, I really like the way they looked in the in the off-season trials, and a lot of the noises coming out of there. The Sean Johnson thing is interesting. I, over here, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, you know, Sean's way past it." I actually, I thought he played some of his best football at Cronulla. I thought he was. I thought he found mm. his consistency and and can't be an easy. The really important thing I saw with Sean is that he'd let that kid of Sean Johnson go. Like it was a little bit like Benji, is that he'd found his game. He'd realised he didn't have the legs he had before, and he'd adjusted his game. And I thought I was really surprised mm. when I allowed him to walk out the door and kept Moylan. I thought they would have kept Sean. Uh, I thought he and Hines would have been a good combination. So I reckon it's a really, I think it's a really good pickup. I think it'll be fantastic for Chanel, and I think it'll be really good for Reese Walsh. As you said, Campy, their pack is a beauty. If you're a halfback, you can build your career behind that that pack. For Newell Blake, I, I, I think in this next 12 months he'll put himself in the Payne Hass, um, uh, Talmalolo sort of standing. I think I think he's close to the best mm. middleman in the game. And uh, yeah, I, I just like them. I liked in the trial games. Two things I liked about them. Number one is they've adjusted their attack. They went back to a more mm. power game. Uh, and now when you play the Warriors, that's always the tricky thing, handling their power game through the middle when they always go good. That, that's, that's the base. There was a lot of short passing rather than those block formations. 
Uh, and I love their defence against Melbourne. In Melbourne, they just really dug in defensively on their own line and withstood a lot of pressure. So I think they're going to have a really good season. I know, I know Phil Gould sort of, you know, came and went pretty quickly. But in that time, you, you certainly know that Gus is going to put a few good things in, in place. So I reckon mm. that you guys are getting a little bit of momentum from that as well. So uh, just the style, just the way the game has gone, I think it suits the Warriors. Like, you know, Sean ducking and diving through the middle. Uh, and Reese Walsh is exactly what you need in the modern game. I'm with you, Tempe. They, they just need a little bit more strike out of dummy half at nine. You know, a lot of times these days, most sides build their team, their focal point around the nine. You've got to have a little bit more there. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I've read in my top eight. We're going to talk about it later on. I've got Warriors at seven, and I had uh, key figures, Aiden Fanua Blake and Sean Johnson. But yeah, Tohu Harris as well, when he comes back from injury, oh, that yeah. combination there in the midfield, his ability, ball play, uh, offload, I think they'll add to it too. What about you spoke about well, Phil Gould? I've got the Bulldogs at eight as well. I've got the Bulldogs going at eight. That's probably a big ask for me. But I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've, I've liked their sightings. Josh Adokar obviously coming in. I, I looked at Tavita yeah. Pungai Jr. I think he's uh, an absolute force. You think they could potentially push a few? Well, Izzy, I think Warriors fans would have been excited when you have them at seven, but I think they'll be devastated by your judgment by having the Bulldogs at eight. Yeah. <laughs> mate, I... yeah, mate, you want to you you hear his tip of horses too, mate. He's pretty good at that. <laughs> am I clutching no, I've, there? I've I am, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I just, Izzy, uh, mate, hey, look, mate, everyone's entitled to opinion, even if yours is wrong. <laughs> mate, I... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Izzy, I, I, I just I, already there's some noises coming out of there. Uh, you know, there are there reports that some of the new players have, have said, said to members of the media, "Oh, Jesus, not like our old club." <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay, so so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna cross him um, off eight. <laughs> yeah, but I did I did like what I saw in the trial games. They they played Cronulla and they that they didn't look good. Uh, mate, I reckon. Look, um, yeah, I, ju- I just I don't see it this year. There's going to be uh, okay. once again they're, they're what they lack. What they really lack, like I suppose, like a, a lot of those struggling sides, they lack a class seven and nine. That's that's what mm. they lack. That's what lets them down. Because again, this year they've got a good forward pack, but they they've basically grabbed whatever they can get, and they've got the Fox and Matty Burton's terrific signing. But, you know, like when you're a struggling club, as I said before, you're paying overs and you just get whatever's on the shelf. They, they desperately mm. need a good seven and a nine. Then you start talking about, about them being around six, seven and eight. Yeah, and the seven and nines, mate, they're like hen's teeth at the moment. Jeez, you'd like to be one. Oh. You'd like to be one. You'd be writing your own checks. Hey, Matty, I'm going to ask you a question, mate. It's been a sad week for uh, the Australian public at the moment with Shane Warne's passing, and I know you would have spent some time with him, mate. You got a story for us there? Yeah, got a got a couple. I went away. Um, I went away for about a week with him in Germany, which was dangerous. It's amazing. I got back alive. But uh, oh. we went over. For, there was a big group of us went over for the 2006 Soccer World Cup in Germany. Uh, and can be on the way over. I was I was thinking. You always think. Oh, I wonder what Warner is like. And a lot of times, as you blokes know, when you when you get people, whether it be sport or you know art or music or whatever. The, the, 
people who are at the very pinnacle can be quite aloof. And I thought to myself, oh, you know, I, I'm not going to sort of talk that much to Warnie because, to be honest, he's probably not going to be interested. But he, he blew me away how personable and what a great fella he was and how much time he had for everybody. Mm. But it, like, it shouldn't have surprised me, but it, but it really did. And I used to bump him into him here and there, and he's always a great guy, good to my friends. There was one, um, one story um, in the 19, uh, 1998, the Newcastle Knights, we went away to the Melbourne Cup for our end of the year trip. And yeah, as you'd imagine, we were pretty, pretty messy. We had a pretty wild crew yeah, anyway. So what happened? About day three, and bugger me, for whatever reason, I've got no idea why, we went to the Sheffield Shield. And like <laughs> the MCG, we, we were the only people in the whole 100,000-seater stadium. We were sitting there watching Victoria versus New South Wales. New South Wales, a game no one is interested in, and we're sitting there, sort of fly blown, going, "What are we doing here?" Anyway, so Mark Taylor saw us and he sauntered down from the dressing rooms and said, um, "Hey boys, you know what he's doing?" And uh, yeah, yeah, blah 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 blah. We're going to Oaks Day tomorrow. Sounds great. Anyway, he looked over his shoulder and Warney wasn't playing. Warney was in the dressing room and said, "Hey Warney, well, we've got some boys here. Do you fancy a night out? And he said, mate, always up for a night out. And he walked down. <laughs> and as he got to the seat, he looked at Joey and went, no. And went back into the dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. Uh, but talking to people, like hearing, hearing people that were really close to him. I heard Alan Border the other day. He talked to because he was the captain when he came into the side. And he said when he first came in Australia, he struggled. We took him over to England, you know, for that, you know, ball of the century. And he said when we were over there, he said that's when he really came into his own. He said he had big, incredibly strong hands. And he said when he spun the ball, you could hear the, the seam whirring, spinning. It actually made a noise that, spin that, that spun that hard. And so, uh, and, and then when he went to commentary, you realised it wasn't just natural talent. Incredibly intelligent cricketer but just it's, a, it's such a massive loss for australia for, for mm. australian sport because like, like you guys you like your athletes with just a little bit of character a little bit of scallywag about them and yeah he he certainly had that yeah and and you both too you're not just he didn't just look at joey mate when he came down he had to look over and he saw who was looking <laughs> over his shoulder cheekily at him which would have been your melon, which would have been your melon um i, I often <laughs> talk i often talk about the the boys when they're saying you know how do those guys how how come those guys are so good and you know the amount of you're talking about the ball wheeling i re- always remember training you and joe showing up and just throwing the ball around and doing laps around with kick kenny remember kick kenny and uh, kicking yeah, the ball to him and doing all of yeah. those those things, those little extras, and and went on to have a wonderful career, mate. Just um, how is the beautiful wife anyway? How is Trish? How many kids you got? Mate, we got we got two boys, uh, Cooper and Jack. Cooper, of course, he sort of he pl- he hurt his shoulder in the trial game against uh, uh, against uh, Newcastle. Ironically, and Jackson Newcastle can be in the lower grades. He, he actually had a shoulder reconstruction in the off season, but got staff in it. So he's still got another six to eight weeks to come back. Yeah, I know. So it must be a weakness in our shoulders. From, <laughs> yeah, for me doing any, any manual work. But uh, no, we're, we're good, Campy. We're good. Everyone around here, like even around area, we, we've been only mildly affected by the floods. But man, it's just been, it's been crazy. 
Yeah, I'll, uh, Maddie, I'm actually coming over to Sydney tomorrow morning. I'll uh, going to Rose Hill on Saturday oh, to watch the horses, mate. Is, what's the weather like? Obviously, it's flooding, but main, main centre's all good? It's it's actually start Today is the first time I've seen a bit of blue sky. But I'll tell you what you should do, mate. You know, get, before you go to... Before you go to the races, maybe go over to Belmore and give the Bulldogs a bit of a motivational tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe in you, boys. I believe in you. Come on. Dig deep for Izzy. Mate, well, they got, they, they got, oh, Steve, no. they got Steve Hansen there. Maybe Izzy you should give Steve Hansen a call, mate, and go on as the, the ex, yeah. ex All Black, you know, to help out. Okay. Yeah, go give yeah, Uncle Trent a little... Well, I'll well, tell you what's strange. All right, I don't know what's going on. Joey texted me last night. And said, mate, have you got, what's your email address? Um, which is problematic because I don't even own a computer, let alone an uh, email address. <laughs> anyway, I oh, know, can you believe it? I say to people, people say, you got me your email address? I say, I haven't got a computer. And they sort of look at it just and say, yeah, yeah, good on you, mate. You know, you might have a better excuse than that. But he said, mate, Dan Carter needs to ask you something. And I was thinking to myself, holy shit. Dan, what would Dan Carter possibly want to ask me? I was thinking, have I offended him somewhere along the line? <laughs> oh, you're the best, mate. Hey, I really love talking to you this morning, Matty. Hopefully we can get you on again, um, maybe a couple of rounds into the NRL, just to get your thoughts on, um, you know, there's going to be a smoky coming up. I agree with you. I think the Warriors have got a chance of making the eight this year. They're, they're definitely in that number eight spot for me. Um Tommy Trebojevic, mate, he's the, he's the new kid on the block, the best I've seen um, come out for a while, just no one can tackle him. Uh, and, like, is he, is he um, yeah, the Bulldogs will probably end up with a wooden spoon as he's put the death nail under them. But um, say, hi, say, say hi to the boys, mate. Say hi to all the boys in Newcastle. Say hi to the wife, Trish, and um, we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks a lot for coming on. Thanks, Matty. Can't, can't be easy good on your lads any time. Thanks, Oh, there you go. Put the mockers on the Bulldogs, haven't I? <laughs> How good oh, is that wow. chat? How good is that, that was chat? so good. He's a storyteller, isn't he? Man, got, that a, got, a story th- got a thousand. Got a thousand of them, and and you know the other side, just with Joey in the in them as well. You know, like his stories have, have always got his brother in them, and that's you know they, mm. they should have been twins. Those two. Oh, mate, they just hearing the, and then he saw Joey and said, nah, I bet you he saw both of them was like double nah. Uh, Brad's text on double eight, double three. Hey, Maddie, it's better than Lego. That's that great Mad Monday situation, man. Those lads could send it. Unbelievable chat. Awesome to hear. Maddie's reckons on the NRL. What do you agree with? What do you disagree with? Are you actually with Izzy? Do the dogs have a smoky chance or nah? Not at all. What about the Warriors? 0800 150 811, the Kennard Tire phone line. It's the league power of hour of power. Get in touch with us. Text us, double eight double three, but give us a call. 0800 150 811. That's the Kennard Tire phone line. We want to hear from you. We'll hear Cam Smith's top eight, Kempi's top eight, Izzy's top eight before the end of the hour as well. Be in touch. It's Baz and Izzy for breakfast.